Yo, what is going on, Ramley members and listeners? We appreciate you for tuning in to the We Not Me podcast. I'm Jay, and I got Drew here with me. Yo, yo. And we're back at you with a new episode. I know you can smell it in the air, man. We already seen the first wild card round, but playoff playoffs is just completely different. Well, <laughs> when it comes to uh, football, and really, it's real football. Yeah, you wait all year for it, and here it is, and you smell it in there, like you said, man. That the leaves are falling. It's a little colder. It's hard hitting, and it's playoff football. For real, it's real football and it's emotional football. And like I said, we've already seen it. So we're coming up after a crazy source of event or crazy change of events. Playing the Cowboys. Thought we'd be playing the Bears, but no. Nah. <laughs> we got them boys coming to Los Angeles. Yeah, Parky. And that's was gonna like, be fun. Yeah, Parky was like, nah, nah, nah. It's, it's gonna be Dallas. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm staying home. <laughs> <laughs> I swore up and down with that week or with that week seventeen matchup. They need to win that. They need to lose that game. And they need to let the Vikings in. Mop the floor with them. They'll have us. Or at least they'll have us to worry about coming to Los Angeles. No, you want to let defend, the defending Super Bowl champions into the playoffs. Maybe arrogance, or maybe they wanted to go into the uh, postseason hot, or they really wanted to try for that number two seed to think that, what, we're going to lose to the uh, um, 49ers? <laughs> you never know. You, you never know what was in their heads. But Well, on one hand, it makes sense. You know you can handle this Vikings team, and you're going to have them coming into Soldier Field for the playoffs. So why wouldn't you rest your starters, use it as a bye week? And then you're a defensive team. You're not like, say, the Rams last year when we rested our starters and then our offense just couldn't get going. You're a defensive team. Defense can take weeks off and come back, and they still hit. Soldier Field is still cold. (laughs) So – there's that, but then on the other hand, it's if you start trying to pick and choose your matchups and be afraid or not want to play this team, you want to be the best or you want to be the best? What do you want to do? It's just yeah. um, I think some people, like you said, their pride or their ego it gets in the way of the smart thing to do. That would be like, oh, what are you afraid? You, what, you need a bye week? Oh, you need home field advantage? What, you can't beat people on the road? This is the playoffs, dog. And you set your, you, how I feel is you set yourself up to win because I, I figured even it, it may be crazy to talk about, but after that bye week, after we beat the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> it was it was seeding like we were ready for the playoffs. Let's set up for the playoffs. You didn't call us being rusty, but we weren't showing in anybody anything anymore. Yeah, and it seemed like our our offense and maybe our defense got a little bland. Even though we were playing, eh, we were playing better people towards the uh, the, the end part of the of season, schedule. at least towards the end, uh, except for the last two games because we didn't really have have anything to worry about. We, we were going to put those two teams away, especially with Arizona and the 49ers. It was just what the seeding was going to look like, and yeah, you want to chase the the number one. But if you think about it now, we'd be playing the Eagles. But it'd be better off to play the Eagles in the NFC Championship at home rather than probably playing either the Saints or 
or the Bears at that point. Not just that, you know, if we got to play the Eagles, I'd rather not do it coming off a of bye week. I want to get a, get in the game, play this this playoff game against the Cowboys, and then, you know, if the Eagles take care of business against the Saints, then so be it. But I'd rather play them coming off of a, a win, a, a game, than coming off of a bye week or, you know, like, well, we can't play them this time coming off a loss. But last time we played them early this season, it came off a loss in Chicago, you know? Yeah. I don't want to do that again. No. <laughs> we could be no this one, team. No one wants to go in and out of the playoffs. And honestly, it's even crazier to look that the Bears look like us last year. You know. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. I was telling people, you got a, a bad rookie quarterback. His, his rookie year, and then you bring in the offensive genius. He comes in. You guys are the three seed. <laughs> it, it's just, it, it looks so weird. I it mean, was, yeah, it was their, almost a mirror, except for uh, they looked a little better in their playoff game than we did. True. Uh, well, Farrell Cooper destroyed the playbook. Um, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't want to blame him, but I'm gonna blame him. Yeah, like, when you spot them ten points like that, without a first down, right? Without a first down, the game plan's gone. So we're, we're scrambling, and then it doesn't help that the defense coughs up a. What was that? Uh, Nine-minute drive in the third quarter when we're supposed to be a third-quarter team, so they didn't even give us a third quarter to work with. Well, our our future relies on the third quarter because the Eagles. I don't remember if they outscored us, but they definitely started that third quarter better than we did. Yeah. And the Bears started the third quarter with a freaking safety. Yeah. So we got to play good. But speaking of uh, third quarters, uh, before we get into the future, how about we, we we recap that Niners game, baby? The one we just had, the bully beatdown, like both of us predicted. Yeah, um, as much we tried to show the Bears, like uh, <laughs> it's halftime. Um, we're up thirty. What was the box score? Yeah, we were up thirty. Were we up thirty once already? Yeah, it was 31 to um, 10 at half. We're like, um, Chicago, <laughs> y'all, y'all. y'all might want to let up. <laughs> y'all yeah, we, might want to let up. <laughs> we told and you. Hey, CJ, CJ for that time, while Gurley's girl, nursing um, what I think is uh, uh, knee inflammation. Is that what they have it as? I thought I could swear I saw it was an MCL or something, but I, I probably lie. is. They just kept saying it was inflammation, but he probably does have an MCL sprain. Um, don't know when it happened. Not have to look to see exactly when it happened when they pulled him. But uh, CJ was like a great plug and play, just uh, great place and time for where he was at to just come in and play, and then get warmed up during the Arizona game, and then this game to to come into practice and possibly even um, even be our third down back. More than likely, he will. I don't yeah. see Justin Davis coming back. but And then Joe Kelly had that blown assignment um, this week against the Niners. That really bad. The right. Wait, he missed the block? Yeah, I think it was in the second. I think it was in the second cut, the quarter. Joe Kelly missed the block real bad. It was uh, – Oh, that led to um, 
That uh, no, that was um. Your that was the week refumble. before. That's what I was thinking. But no, he had one this week too. Yeah. So yeah, see, CJ was perfect at least for coming in for what he needs to do, and then possibly do in the future, especially for the playoffs. And I, I really wanted Aaron Donald to get that record. Yeah. But rather, what I said the last time around was I thought Shanahan was going to be a jerk about it and probably just run the ball. Well, no, Mullins was a jerk about it. He was just going to turn over the ball. Yeah. He's like, oh, Donald's coming. Better throw nah, a duck. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to chuck it. I don't even care. Um, and you, screw you and your record. <laughs> you were kind of right, though. Like I said, uh, we were talking earlier this week, later in the game when, when Donald had already left the game, when third down came, Donald was going back in. Yeah, he was trying to get that record, and he and was they would still run throwing. It. <laughs> and they would run it. They would run it on third down because now they knew. They was like, yeah, we're we're losing. We're not going to give that to you. Yeah. But we give George Kittle the, uh, yeah. the, the, the record for yardage as a tight end, and I don't think that's ever going to be broken. Uh, the other person to do it Kelsey. is Kelsey. And... That really should have been Kelsey's record, but because the Niners, their only wide receiver that stayed healthy all year was Kittle. Yeah. Now he's probably got a target on his back next year. Apparently, if the Niners get uh, Garoppolo um, back, Garoppolo back, and talks about getting uh, getting Antonio Brown, but trash. Uh, well, Antonio Brown ain't <laughs> trash, but Garpop. Yeah, he nah. You know, um. I think it was one of the the, the miss block Kelly had. It, it made me laugh because it was it was a third down. We ended up punting, and uh, the next drive we had, uh, Demarco Farr and um, Maurice Jones Drew were talking about. Well, John Kelly's in the. It was first and ten. C.J. Anderson had just picked up a first down, I believe, and John Kelly came back in the game. And they're saying, "Well, John Kelly's in the game. Surely it's going to be a run because he already had a blown assignment on on a block." They're not going to bring him in the pass. And what does McVay do? Play action. I think we got like a 19-yard rip off of it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking, yeah, yep, that, that's pretty smart to do something like that. Um, it might have been the 18-yarder to Robert Wood. But, it was, yeah, it was a play action. And it was a, you know what? I don't care. My guy can miss a block, and we're still better than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, I didn't really – well – they turned the ball over so much, so he really didn't get that much yards. But Goff finished 15 to 26 for 199 and four touchdowns. Yeah. But, I mean, they were in the red zone, like, abruptly. Uh, what was Twice. it? We started at the 10 and then the 15, <laughs> or the 7 and the 15. Yeah. I mean, ugh. We got three, triple threes for uh, Mullins. I mean, he had three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, but. Two were the kill. Kittle got uh one. I think he got one where he just took off in the backups. So I'm like, I'm, I'm looking he when he made when he made that touchdown. I'm just looking at him. and I'm like, who's trying to tackle him? Shields missed, and the ones following him were uh, uh, Marquise Christian <laughs> and um, uh, Blake Countess. And I'm like, yeah, he's going to the end zone. <laughs> well, it was 45-17 going into the fourth. You know. It, Mannion came in and Mannion had three attempts. <laughs> we were just yeah. running and running and running, just get us out of here. 
yeah, we were, we were pretty much done. We were just trying to close. We were closing the game out. And you know, we we kind of briefly check out. Uh, talked about it last week but people forgot how bad this Niners team was they think they thought franchise quarterback he's going to mask everything and even if Garoppolo becomes a franchise quarterback you know not everybody's Andrew Luck not everybody's remember Andrew Luck when he came in and the Colts were the number one pick and they took him and all of a sudden boom 11-5 and it was a weak division They, they didn't fare too well I think they won a playoff game but you know, every time they play the Patriots or a good team, they end up, you know, what happens. But not everyone can be that guy. So Garoppolo could be a franchise guy in the same vein that, you know, Matt Ryan is. Well, the money is saying that he needs to be. There's like, when it comes to money like that, unless they want to cut ties like how Miami did with Sue and end up paying him. While he's away from the team, while while they try to find another franchise quarterback in the draft or somebody younger that they don't really got to pay. At that point, it'll be a new coach, though, I would imagine. Yeah, it'll be a new coach. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's only got one more year of excuses. I mean, he's lost his quarterback twice. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you should have got one. (laughs) You should have got one. But you can't really say that when Bill Belichick calls you all disheveled Talking about uh, you want Garoppolo? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no choice. So, I mean, for that, you just have to see how it unfolds. Um, <laughs> as not liking any team from the West, I hope that goes <laughs> goes to crap. <laughs> of course. And- so, I mean. What did CJ end with? Uh, he had 132 in a touchdown. So, I mean, yeah, his numbers look great, but they're against Arizona and uh, the, the Niners. Niners so. Yeah, I know. And, you know, well, we'll get into the playoff matchup a little later, but it's, the running isn't going to come as easily. <laughs> no, it's not. So, obviously, uh, Cromer and um, Waldron have – have Goff and yes. all the running backs ready for that at least. And uh I have to compare the stats from the last time we played because first game. Well, I mean well, I, yeah looking- Blake Blake Count has got an interception but his was from a pop fly but yeah Corey <laughs> Corey Littleton had two got a touchdown. I think got that was the first touchdown of his career. Yeah, and I think he had similar stats the well, last time they played. He didn't. He never um, picked up one of those punts he blocked. Huh? <laughs> no, who? For... That went out the back of the end. That was a safety, wasn't it? That's why I, I don't. I don't remember. Because I'm trying to remember. I'm well. He's got a few blocks. Yeah, he had the block against uh, the Niners because I remember him blocking it, but. I'm trying to remember who screwed up the uh, who screwed up the recovery because it was Bryce Hager oh. and I think uh, Cordero Hodge who was running for the ball. And you know what? I think you're right, Hodge. Yeah, Hodge had no business trying mm-hmm. to get the ball because Hager was already there, and then he just runs Hager. straight into Hager, even yeah. though Hodge was behind <laughs> Hager, but because he was so fast, he yeah. got in front of him. I'm like, why are you fighting for him for the football? And then the football goes out the back of the end zone and they get the safety. But 
I know they wanted to house that. So, hey, um, the defense, uh, that Niners defense got a little chippy, huh? They didn't like the way Sean Mannion was taking his knees at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Took a little extra step back. They didn't like that. Hey, look, baby, you don't like it. Stop it. And you can't. Yeah. I get, uh, yeah, what were, they weren't even close. Even, I mean, yeah, no, they weren't even close. You can't even sneak a possession from that. Yeah, you score 15 points in the fourth quarter, but you're playing backups, and we're giving you records. Yeah, we're you at right. least just let let Mullins lie down for three plays so he could get the record, go home, or go into the uh, go into the postseason with potential talk of Aaron Donald getting the MVP. But yeah. that's long gone. So he's guaranteed to get uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, that's a lock, but yeah, he won't be MVP. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll surprised. see what they're up against. We'll see what we're up against next year, and see what the what the heck they do with their off season. But ugh, second know. second overall pick for uh, next year's draft. And they got the number two, so our division has the number one and two pick. That is crazy. The NFC has fallen off. Well, the bottom has. It's yeah. still top heavy. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to win a Super Bowl again. <laughs> yeah, win the Super Bowl drive off in a Hyundai. Because <laughs> uh, Philly was not necessarily representing uh, the Super Bowl hangover, or they were representing the Super Bowl hangover. Like crazy, they probably wasn't even gonna make it if a quarterback change didn't happen. You know, it's crazy too because if you look at their season, it was so up and down. They had that that win against the Panthers that where they grasped victory from the uh, clutches of, or they grasped uh, defeat from the clutches of victory. You know, they got uh, uh, Fitz Fitz Magic. Week two, like they had some losses <laughs> just, on it. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Like Fitzpatrick was uh, was taking people off guard. Like no one wanted to believe in that, but no. you didn't want to go against it. No, you, you, like I said, it was. I think everyone was well that he wasn't playing was enjoying the ride. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know what we know this is gonna go bad, so we might as well enjoy it while we can. And it does. And they pull him and put in put in Winston. He does all right until until he goes all crappy again. And then they throw in Fitzmagic, throws out a little magic, and then gases out. And that was that that was a recipe for disaster for the entire year. Yeah. But but then here the Eagles go. You know, yep. getting into playoff football while we were sitting there with the bye week blues. We gave them that momentum. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if it's just us and backup quarterbacks, or trying to plan for one, or we just did not believe Doug Peterson talking about um, Wentz has got a back injury, and he went from he went from healthy to questionable to doubtful. Apparently, we probably still game planned for him, and then here comes Foles, and we come out flat. Well, I think. I think it was more 
when the story came out, the Rams were looking at it going, there's no way Wentz has this back injury that he's had since when, and the doctors missed it. Yeah. You know how stupid that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to fall for that. We're going to fall that your guy had a, what, fractured vertebrae since <laughs> what, week three or whatever it was, and you guys didn't know? Okay. They just fired their medical staff the year prior because of that. Yeah, well, because bring of in a new one. Work. Like, you got one job. Take care of our franchise quarterback. No. Nope. And they What's might be clean the house with the medical staff again. So, well, we we already got the, our playoff, uh, our divisional round um, schedule set up. But those two games were – I can expect I expected the Dallas one to go that way. Me too. But I wouldn't say I was concerned about Russell Wilson being Russell Wilson and taking over that game and he almost did, but um what do you do when you don't have a kicker to kick an onside kick? <laughs> you put in a punter, dog. I but still did like um, their punter is from Australia, right? Oh, that drop kick dude. Yeah, he, yeah. I believe he's uh, he's in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I he beat out Hecker. Yeah, I believe he beat out Hecker um, for the Pro Bowl. So I don't understand why he didn't know what he was. What was he trying to do? And I'm like, the you're. Your postseason's on the line, so you drop kick it to the thirty. Okay, send Dallas to Austin. <laughs> yeah. I, well, they didn't know until the Eagles. Uh, oh, BDN Nick Foles decided that uh, he ain't done playing. Oh no! Don't say that. Somebody's gonna put that type of tattoo on on their arm. BD. Hey, I was calling uh, Trubisky. Uh, MDM, medium, Mitch. <laughs> I was spamming all over the place. Uh, MDM is no match for MPDN. <laughs> Love it. Um, that game still, I I still got to watch it completely just to, to kind of find out what happened because I, I was like dozing in and out watching it and then I look at the end of it and I'm like, He's not going to miss this, right? <laughs> he missed it. I'm like, we're playing the Cowboys. Yeah. And they're probably going to flood our uh, flood our stands. You know, I don't think it's going to be as bad as people are making it out to, to be. Because um, say what you want about Cowboy fans. Oh, no, but we're getting celebrities. No, they're going to be the, all over the place. Celebrities are, you know, like LeBron James is a Cowboy fan, right? But, um, you know, say what you want about Cowboy fans, but especially the ones here in California, I'd probably say 90% of the ones I meet are on welfare, so I doubt they're going to be able to afford to go to this game anyway. <laughs> yep, and the ticket prices, hey. Hey, and I'm not kidding either. The majority Stan of them. Stan wasn't playing around, and neither was Jerry. They trying to get their money. They got to pay for them stadiums. I don't think you get get in. Let me check. I don't think you get in for less than 300 right now. And that's the nosebleeds. Oh, that's the – I mean, that's where I sat for the Monday night game against the Chiefs. Yeah, you could pretty much reach and grab one of those flags. Oh, yeah, I don't know if there was anybody behind me. <laughs> no, there was, but I was pretty high up. 
But as far as, I mean, it's a lot of money to, <laughs> to spend. Like, look, just for the tailgater, the BYOB tailgate party is $60. <laughs> That's sitting out in the parking lot. That's bringing your own beer out in the parking lot. $324 gets you in the building. Gets you on the, ooh, on the cowboy side. Ooh, ooh. Nah, next. <laughs> 337 sits where we sat for the Chiefs game, and then to sit where we go, where we sit. That's got to be like five. Where do we sit? It's 33L? E 13. Right next to the tunnel? Yeah, these numbers are, that's 33L right there. What the heck? Anyways, I, I can't find, uh, I guess right next to the tunnel is Dun, Dunzo. <laughs> There's no spot to even look at the price. No, I can't find it. But on like, uh, what was that the? So we're if we're right next to the tunnel. The next section over is also no price. But the next section after that, you're looking at four oh six a pop. Get you in. Oh, those are easy. Yeah. The oh, you want to sit easy. on the fifty yard line? That's cool. That's cool. That's nine twenty six. Yep. Those are easily like six, maybe nine hundred. Yeah. Seven hundred dollars for the tunnel. And that that's not even the Ram side. So if you're in that corner where you can get stuff, uh, you can get stuff signed. That's oh, that's prob- done. You those can't get seats in are there. probably like a grand. Yeah, I would imagine. It was really depressing when when all the those prices came out, and then I realized that uh, my son decided not to want to go see the Rams. And it's kind of an inside joke. I'm not gonna <laughs> delve more into it. If you know what I'm talking about, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. So outside of that, that's already set for the NFC and then the AFC. Uh, Does Bill O'Brien or Bob O'Brien, Bob, B-O-B, does he get fired? (laughs) Is he safe? Uh, No, I don't think he got fired. No, I mean, you think there's a chance because the problem is is he should. And the good, like LaFleur, our old old, uh, offensive coordinator. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Twitter's saying, Twitter's saying that the Packers are going to announce him as our coach. Matt LaFleur is going to the Packers? That's what Twitter's saying. No, they already did. What? Oh, is it official? What? Yeah, it's on the NFL website, so you already know it's probably been official for about a week. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bruce Arians is expected to um, be in Tampa. So it's like... Can you really get rid of Bob? I mean, do you you want to bring an offensive guy? What other offensive guy? You gonna what are you gonna do? Get rid of O'Brien and or whatever? I'm saying his name wrong, aren't I? What? Uh, um, I yeah, I don't. I don't care. His name is Bob now. <laughs> no, it's Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they no, do I know get it's rid Bill, of but his lat- initials are B O B. That's B O B Bob. Just call him Bob. Um, his, if they get rid of him, the only person I think they can get that can really help Deshaun Watson is, uh, McCarthy, but McCarthy, I think it's going to, um, Cleveland, right? Oh, no, the Jets. I'm sorry. If LaFleur is going to the Packers, is Aaron Rodgers going to be saying turbo set? Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, that's gonna. Oh, that's gonna make me. Because so you said Matty Matt Crying used to say it, and then all. Uh, I didn't go back that far. I didn't oh. go back that far just to see if he does say it. 
Okay. And it might annoy me, but I know for a fact Mariota and um, Blaine uh, Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert were saying it. And I'm like, if it's if it's <laughs> stu- it, golf isn't really doing it as much, but it's there. And so, even if Matt Ryan was saying it before, I never heard anybody point it out. So guess what? I don't care. That's, well, we that's don't Jerry play, We don't play. We don't play the Packers next year. No, no. So I don't have to necessarily worry about it. But he might. Um, Lafleur might end up revamping that running game. So, hey, all the power to him because I think. I wonder if he had. Um, uh, power over the playbook and play calling all year. Because you saw how weird their offense looked throughout the year. Well, I would imagine, because who else would? I would imagine no one else, because... Uh... Well, really what I'm asking is who re- who's responsible for that run with Derrick Henry? I think it was him. You you think it was him? Yeah, I think he finally got... I don't know if Rabel wasn't happy with Henry, because something some changed. Something definitely changed, and say what you want about Lafleur. Like, um, if you think he got some shortcomings, but he could scheme up a run. Like people want to say, "Oh, Gurley." Well, look at Gurley. Obviously, you knew he was going to be great after his rookie year. That second year he had, people were writing him off. People said he was Trent Richardson. Ugh. Really, people were ready to. Oh, or they're looking at him like they're looking at Leonard Fournette right now. People are writing him off. Gurley doesn't break tackles. They're still saying that, but he doesn't. He's not nothing special. Why he jumps up and down a couple times, and and that's it. And then all of a sudden, when McVeigh comes in, Gurley got revitalized, and people were like, "Oh yeah, well, it was Todd Gurley. We knew all along. Everyone." <laughs> it's like uh, they forget, man. People, you know, Lafleur had a lot to do with last year, and obviously McVeigh is the brainchild. McVeigh is the the boy genius. Of course, that's why I drafted uh, Derrick Henry because I was like, Lafleur is going to revamp that. And oh, and, keep going. Tell me more about how he helped you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Saved him all the way until playoff time because I figured that's that's when he'll pop up. Yeah, it's cold. He's and I ran, back. I ran out of impatience <laughs> right before that uh, uh, that fifty point game he put up, and I dropped him. So look. <laughs> I'm thinking Lafleur. You're saying it was, uh, it was Henry just um, getting out of his own, getting out of his own way. Yes. And, and uh, g- getting through a mental breakthrough. And I'm saying it's probably uh, Lafleur just getting handed the offense. So, but uh, I was gonna say Lafleur. Lafleur was gonna stage a coup <laughs> if it got bad. Well, and that's what didn't. you thought, but Vrabel—he's likable enough, huh? Yeah, they—they're—they're they're not gonna overthrow him. Like I mean, like Steve Wilkes was—that I don't know—I don't know what to say. That locker room was, but I there's a whole bunch of old people around around Rosen, Rosen and um, uh, David Johnson. You know, if I'm the Cardinals, I try to get Adam Gase because I think. That Dolphins team excel. They they played above what they should be playing at. 
So you really don't go for Nick Bosa? Well, you got Josh Rosen. So, King's Ransom. No, no, you get Bosa. I'm saying, uh, no, Adam Gase, I'm the coach. No, I'm saying that, but remember, when you, you're a coach going into that team, where, whatever coach goes into that team, you have the number one overall pick. It's not you have the no, uh, you have a number one overall pick, and then you get to coach the team. You get to set up for that draft. So I mean, they're in a good spot, but it could go bad real easily. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's not quite well, you know. Got, um, McVeigh coming in had Goff and no first. Yeah, Nagy so. coming in had Trubisky and a late later first. And then they this just is, got rid is, of their first for next year too with Mac. So, yep. and this is the meta dog. Now you get a ta- or a young quarterback and the first round pick, <laughs> the yep, number one so. overall pick. Don't mess That's up, the meta, bro. <laughs> no pressure. Don't don't waste the time and miss your pick. <laughs> oh, don't Vikings it. Don't Vikings it. Hey, that was dirty because your boy uh, Jack Del Rio was. Blowing up, he had his, his cousin's cousins blowing up the phones so the Vikings couldn't call their pick in. And then he he picks Byron Leftwich. Uh, dirty. So, he did himself dirty. On the AFC side of that wild card round, I feel so bad for the Ravens because Flacco's already out the door. Yes. But if Lamar Jackson would have found a way to win that game versus fumbling it, like he, <laughs> he just does not want to hold on to the ball. Yeah. He, he looked worse than Goff. Like how, how Goff was getting swatted left and right uh, during that 0-7 run with um with Fisher. Well, and I wasn't even there, with him even anymore, earlier right? day, Yeah, even earlier days um, uh, with McVay, where he just wasn't holding on to the ball. People weren't even going for the sack. There's like, the ball's just right there. Just just hit that thing. I see it. <laughs> if he would have got that and won that game against the Chargers. He would have been... Going into New England, <laughs> and he would he, his legacy probably would have been set in stone, like right there. He, he would have been amazing. He would have saved so many people's hide, and not just that. I I don't know where their cap is and and how much it would cost them if they really can get rid of Flacco mm-hmm. this off season if they can't trade him away. Which I, I believe I anyone's going to grab. I that believe they are going to get rid of uh, Flacco, especially from the um, the press conference that John did. He was already talking about Flacco in past tense. Okay, now or speak- I, I wouldn't say that, but he wasn't talking about Flacco as of a part of the team. He was like, wherever I, Flacco goes, I support him and all that type of stuff. Like, okay. he, he leaving. <laughs> he, he gone. Well, speaking of Flacco, though, I will. Say the way he, um, well, first of all, <laughs> when the game was over, Joe Flacco met Phillip Rivers in the middle of the field with his helmet on and his uh, chin strap unbuttoned to shake Phillip Rivers' hand, which I thought was weird. <laughs> what, like he was like he was still ready to play? What? Yeah, I don't know. Why is your helmet on, Flacco? You was on the <laughs> sideline the whole time. 
I don't oh. know. He looked he looked real restless. I mean, he did put his helmet on after uh, the uh, the third three and out during the fourth quarter, and everybody was like, "What you doing?" Yeah, they, they was like, "Were you going in or what?" And yeah. um, the Canadian they might need to. Ch- yeah, they're gonna have to trade him. Um, well. He's eighteen million next year, guaranteed. Well, it depends on what the dead money is, though. Sixteen. <laughs> See, they, you can't get rid of him. But I mean, your your starting quarterback's on a rookie deal, so he's under a million. Yeah. Well, you're 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 real dense to your to their uh, their cap or Jimmy Smith and uh, um, Eric Weddle. And yeah, yeah. Eric Weddle's making six. They only really got like eight people above uh, five mil, and Flacco's the one really hurting everybody. <laughs> He's the albatross. <laughs> well, see, Flacco after that game, he he could have been petty or went ham and said, you know, I I don't know. I I thought I was going to come in. I thought that when the Baltimore Ravens want to win the Super Bowl and we're in the playoffs, that I play. I, I, he he could have went all sorts of ways, but when a reporter started asking Joe Flacco um, about if Lamar Jackson should have gotten benched after the game, Flacco quickly cut it off, and he, he praised Jackson for getting the Ravens back in the game, and, and he wasn't having that. He wasn't going to let nah. that um, moment turn into something. He, he was a consummate professional, so say what you want about it. But um, about Flacco's contract, all that in general, that that was pretty cool. Yeah, because, I mean, why do that if you still got to go to another team? This ain't the end of your career. You can get paid and still go to another team, and they get paid by that team as well. Yep. So, I mean. For the the Ravens, though, it sucks beating a team in their house and then the playoffs having the opposite happen. <laughs> it, it sucks. But <laughs> it does. It, it really does. But I don't know. You, John really gave them the blueprint. So they had all that tape. And they pretty much was like, well, we're stopping the option. You're going to have to turn Lamar Jackson into a, a pocket quarterback for, for one game. And they couldn't do it. He didn't have – what do you have? Like six yards passing, nine yards passing for a half? Was it that bad? Yeah, it was bad. It was – that game looked horrible all the way up until the fourth quarter. And then John went to uh, really start playing some football. And I'm like, like, look, you you could try that option stuff for so long. But if they're going to keen on it, weren't you ready for that? But hasn't that always been like – Hasn't that always been the the the, the blueprint? I don't even know how to say it. The the kiss of death for teams that are run heavy like that or are gimmicky on offense. It's always been any, like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't have anything else. Yeah, well, they ride or the gimmicky quarterback. <laughs> they ride this hot regular season when everything's going on and you're not playing the best of the best, and then you get into the playoffs. And it's like, hold on, we're, we're going to take that away. 
we're going to make you beat us with something else. And a team like the, the, the Clippers, they're, I guess, good enough to do it. You know, Phillip Rivers only had 160 yards passing himself. Phillip Rivers had a Phillip Rivers game, a, yeah. a Phillip Rivers playoff game, which he, he, he was bad. Yeah, that that was that was a def- that was going to be a defensive game for the entire for the entire duration. Um, yeah, I'm actually even surprised it ended 23-17. Um, but I mean, they move on and yeah, what did, what did Philip have? You know, with all the Steelers turmoil, you know the Ravens are sitting there feeling pretty good at least going into next year. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. That's why I was hoping he won that game, because <laughs> everybody, every everybody or a every uh, Ravens fan would have been just t- uh, they would have forgotten about Flacco being the Super Bowl MVP and all that. They're, like that's old news. Uh, we're all about Lamar Jackson. I mean, but that that game looked a little bit a little bit scary to. Um, I wouldn't say say the least at the very beginning when uh, Melvin Gordon got hit in the knee. Yeah, um, and he came back, huh? Yeah, uh, I think that was the opposite knee. Uh, luckily for him, but I mean, it's still your knee. Now both your knees are kind of banged up. And I don't know how that feels for him, but I mean, they shut him down too. He only had 40 yards. Um, 17 carries. Yeah, so they were trying, but it, there's nothing they can really do against that defense. And, I mean, even um, even Justin Tucker was missing field goals. Oh, man. that, that That's kind of how I feel with our team. <laughs> when when it push comes to shove and you just need something, you just, you just need to see something, and then your kicker misses it. It's like all momentum just leaves. And you're like, well, the th- there's game. nothing at the bottom of the barrel. Where am I going to find this momentum? And, I mean, they found it. They found it, and then Lamar Jackson still looked like a rookie out there. Game-winning yeah. drive. You got 40 seconds. I think they had one timeout, or I think they were out of timeouts. And he was moving the ball down the sideline, and I think one of the guys didn't get out of bounds. They clock it, and he just drops it. <laughs> just they, that pressure was horrible. I, I will say he had, like, even if they wanted him to be a pocket quarterback, he – he can't think that fast. Not yet. No, not yet. I mean, not not in a situation like that because he was exploiting the option so much, and that that freezes any defense. I don't care who you are. It always uh, it's you know Vince Young looked competent. RG three well RG three was a different. His knee really didn't mess him up, but no. it made him look really good. It, I mean, how many people are on that list? You know. Yeah. How scary are the Colts? <laughs> How scary are the Colts? Yeah. I look, personally, Barry. I Super Bowl wise, obviously, I want the Rams in it. And besides that, I don't want the Chargers, but I want the Chargers. See, yeah, I only want the And Chargers I think the suits want the Chargers cuz you going into the next season, you pretty much pay for the stadium. With all that hype. Yeah. But the Normally, stadium's not opening you, for another two years, so yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. You, you want you want that 
you want that leading into the stadium, uh, um, the stadium's opening. And I think that's not until 2021 where the the official um, season can start in that stadium. Yes. And I think that's that Super Bowl, too. So No, I think we got the 22 because you got to be open for a year. Okay, so 2023 in February is officially uh, uh, the Super Bowl for Los Angeles, right? Yeah, I believe so. Because that'd be crazy to have a Los Angeles Super Bowl in Los Angeles, but we might get one in Atlanta. And I I don't know how long you can ride the hype there uh, heading into the stadium being built because no one wants to go to the StubHub Arena, and that's just horrible. All the ten fans that it fits. (laughs) That they got to do that. And you'll you'll bring some of the fans back because, I mean, uh, honestly, how long has it been since the Chargers been in the playoffs? playoffs? I don't even know. This the ended last... a this ended a drought, didn't it? This man, win, man. They're so, they're so irrelevant. The Clippers. I have no idea. <laughs> man, that's crazy about it. They had a they had a twelve. What what did they end with? No. Uh, thirteen and four. Or are they? Oh no, they're adding it. Um, twelve. They're adding 12 in the playoff. Four, yeah, uh, twelve and four season, and no one believes that the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad because everyone understands that Philip Rivers may end up turning into a pumpkin. I mean, he kind of did. The defense is holding them up, and they say the defense wins championships, but can they take you to the Super Bowl? I mean, if you ask Baltimore, they'll tell you yes. Yeah. But, I mean, look, man, anytime as a quarterback, if you throw that rock 32 times and you have 160 yards, come on, dog. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. No. So, you got you got Indy, who's probably, like you're talking about, is going to get Bob fired. <laughs> and who's going to Houston. Uh, I feel so sorry for J.J. Watt because you had pretty much two candidates for uh, um, player of the year playing against each other. Or not player of the year, comeback, uh, uh, comeback player of the year playing yeah. each other. And more than likely, if it doesn't go to Andrew Luck, the entire NFL world is just going to be looking at the committee like, what, what are y'all voting on? Yeah, what are you doing? Because he almost got Manning to Andrew Brees. I thought he was going to the Browns. If Baker Mayfield wasn't just some, – some, something hit the Browns to make him pick him. But other than that, they probably would have traded for uh, for Andrew Luck if he was on the market like that. But uh, um, Yeah, I, I believe that. If, if Baker, Baker, touchdown maker wasn't anybody, if, if he was irrelevant. Um, yeah, the Browns would have coughed up that first overall uh, to the Colts for Andrew Luck and probably then some. But yeah, they're they're about as God. Can I really put them on the same page as Philly? Not really. But yeah, you know what? I can't. I can't put their momentum in the postseason as Philly because they have their offensive coordinator as their head coach. And there's there's something about them. 
I mean, yeah, you, you pretty much had two teams going against each other that were, I wouldn't say against the odds, but they, they went against the statistics when it came to uh, having a playoff berth when you start off your season that bad. Uh, I was saying that Reich uh, instantly became one of my, my favorite head coaches of all time when they had that game earlier in the year against the Texans. The, the first game that they lost, and he went for it fourth and four or something in overtime, ended up not getting it, and then lost to a field goal. And they asked him, like, hey, you know, going forward next time, would you do you wish – or, you know, if you could go back, do you wish you would have kicked that field goal? You know, they wouldn't have won or maybe tie. And Frank Wright, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he basically – he said something like, I will always go for it in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to, like, fourth uh, – or – game situations like that I can respect it but sometimes you you have to put logic first like um if you're away and you really don't want to play overtime then go for it win or to lose it but Going like the uh team. the worst case scenario was what Vrabel did against the Chargers could have won that game I can understand you don't want to go into overtime if you don't believe your team can can survive overtime but that was in London. That was in London, and then wasn't that the same year that they uh, they beat Philly in overtime? That was this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the same year that they beat Philly in overtime in their own crib. But you're in London, and you have a bye week, and you you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and now you got to sit in London or just immediately go back home. I'd imagine you go home. Yeah. Uh, when I think they were the home team, or the or the Chargers were. I don't. I don't remember who was the home team, but I know you kind of. If you have a win, you kind of stay there for a couple of days. Yeah. You're on a bye week, and either some of the players stay there, or I think they just leave immediately. Or, because uh, I remember uh, they were uh, the home team, the um, Titans. The Titans, Titans were. Titans. So I, I think they stay there and kind of vacation a little bit while they're over there. Hmm. And then you leave, but no, you lost the game. You lost the game, and now you're, yeah. Let me just get back to the states. So, if he, if Reich is going to be that type of person to do that at all times, then he's ride or die by it. Same thing with uh, Doug Peterson. So he may have gotten that from Doug. Well, I think Doug got it from him, probably. So you're, you're seeing that because what I was saying is you had two teams in that wild card round who were going against the odds. They started the they started the year one and five before they ran on a run, and, and the then were the Texans were zero and three. And then what what are the statistics with that? Like eight percent? I think the it was something like a. 0.2% chance that they both make it and play each other coming out of the same division or something <laughs> like that. So you you got all of that and all that momentum going into that you it was just pretty much a coin flip. Yeah, they're the Texans are at home, but I mean, you don't you do not want to cough up anything. And I mean, both of them threw picks in that game. But Lux was early though. They already were up fourteen zero. I mean, yeah, they. They ran. They ran that ball like they didn't run the ball. They ran the ball. Yeah. 
because <laughs> Luck only had 19 completions to Deshaun, or he only had 32 attempts and 19 completions to Deshaun Watson's 49. If you're throwing the ball 50 times, you you're trailing most of the game, and that's exactly that's exa- exactly where it was. And the run game was shot. I mean, Deshaun Jackson was their leading rusher. Look, this. Oh yeah, with seventy six yards. And that's Deshaun Watson, did I say yeah. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know is going into next week's playoff games. I don't know about your predictions, but I'm going Colts to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I'll give him that, and then I'll give Philly doing the dirty work. I I, I want to see. Bet I want to see. Look, I want to see them. Nick Foles. <laughs> I want to see BDN in the NFC Championship with us back at the Coliseum. We don't leave because I I don't like that area. I don't like New Orleans, especially with with. They probably still got that voodoo stuff that they did back when uh, Hakeem dropped the punt. Oh, you mean uh, Oz? I mean uh, Hakir? I'm saying his name wrong too. I just I'm not probably you have to look it up. For those of you listening, I worked 12 hours earlier today. Okay, leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hope they don't do some stuff like that if we gotta go into New Orleans. I mean, uh, we came out of that lost a lot more confident than we would have if we didn't score any more points because I would say coming back there, we would probably have a lot more confidence than Philly does, but Philly's got Nick Foles. There's just some, there's some weird about that man. So he got the voodoo, man. He got that <laughs> he magic. Probably do. They probably got yeah. to bust out everything. Well, you know, get, they get that one with the snakes. Go in the middle of the field. Hey, you're gonna you're gonna hear it a million times this coming week. But he went to the same high school as Drew Brees. Mm. So, <laughs> this so, is so, so weird, man. So Look, I got that. I got uh, what's the other? Oh, the 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 Clippers are gonna dispose of the Patriots and then lose to the Colts. But us, uh, you're fire. calling you're calling Chargers Colts in the AFC Championship. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna call you crazy, but call me I'm gonna call you, you want, crazy. Don't, don't call me wrong. <laughs> Ugh. Where are these matchups? Look, we're about to get into this Cowboy game. I got a quick question for you. This is I told you earlier I had a question for you. Yes. But I didn't want to ask you. I wanted to hear your honest uh, answer. Go for it. If I told you that Dak Prescott finished the game with 252 yards, three, three touchdowns, one pick, Zeke got 85 yards, one touchdown, and the number one receiver on the Cowboys got 98 yards receiving, uh, Zeke ended up with 54 yards receiving, and the Cowboys' defense got two sacks. Did you say that game ended well or terrible for us? Hmm. Now, but you're saying that's still a win for us, right? No, I'm asking if I told you that those were the stats after the game, would you say, oh, no? Or uh, 
All right, I'd feel comfortable with that. I'd say, I'd say, oh no, due to the fact that we let Dak beat us, if we're gonna shell out to get uh, to get Zeke, and that's probably what's gonna end up happening. Now, before you go any further, those were the stats of last year's game in Dallas before Zeke's suspension or any of that, with Des Bryant there getting five for ninety-eight. With Sean Lee playing. Now, Sean Lee got hurt halfway through that game, didn't he? Yeah, but, I mean, what game? He's on his way out the door. What, that game, every game, was Sean Lee. Every game he ever played got hurt. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense, and he's so great. He's like, uh, he's like, um, Keekly, like, Keekly like had no disregard for his own body, so he was getting like multiple concussions. But I, I guess he was safe out there to to say the least. But but Keekly didn't get hurt as bad or as often as Sean Lee. Yeah, jeez, you're you're counting on him getting hurt at least every game, and that's kind of what he does. So with that one, I mean. I'm Which, not going to say pick your poison with who guards um, Amari Cooper, but it's gotta be like I've said before, if you play Seattle, either you're going to either you're going to win and get maimed, or you're going to lose and get maimed. Somebody's yeah. getting injured on your team, and whatever McDougal did that that was horrible to uh, Allen Hearns, but. I mean, if you're not going to go down with yeah, awkward tackles down. like that, that's football for you. So, was he – no, he wasn't their number two. He was their He was their slot or – He was their three, but, I mean, their three by name is Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. But target-wise, he was their three. And I think when uh, Tavon Austin, like, broke that, what did he get, like a 60-yard return? I think he pulled something. So he Good. might be out. Good. Yeah, I'm not trying to have that St. Louis thing anymore. No, no, I'm done. The <laughs> point I was making, though, is in Dallas last year, when Dallas wasn't looking too bad at the time, I mean, they were 2-1 and one at the time, but they're coming off being the number one seed in all of the NFC. What, they go 13-3 and three or something like that? Uh, the year before? Yeah, you're talking about when they lost to the Packers? No, no, just... Uh, yeah, you're talking about the year before, and then they they went out um, to the Packers. Was that Dak's rookie year? Mm-hmm. Oh, then yes. Um, oh, yeah, the catch. <laughs> Freaking Jared Cook. <laughs> they had everything going for themselves. Greg Zerline had to kick seven field goals, and we won by five. Yeah. Uh, that In was a, That was a comeback, too. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't remember what we were down by um, before we made the comeback because we had that crazy pass to Gurley in the middle of the field where he he b- broke the ankles of uh, um, Sean it, Todd, Todd Heath. No, I'm just going to say Sean Lee because no, he got uh, hurt. He no, 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 no. Heath got his ankles broken the and safety. somebody got leveled by Josh Reynolds. Oh. I don't know who that was, but – 
<laughs> he got blasted. I was like, who, who, who threw that block? And I look and I see that 83, and I'm like, really? Josh Reynolds out here leveling safeties? Or I think that was probably a corner that could have got girly, but um, we'll see how significantly injured Gurley actually is or how healthy he is um, coming into this game. But for me, my only my only fear about that is the fan turnout. And if we shell out to stop Zeke, um, actually, you know what? What was... What was that game? Well, uh, against the Seahawks, did that? Um, I, I can't remember their tight end's name. Did he show up? Because I mean, he. There, uh, it, it looked like they were trying to force a connection be- between the two during the Week Seventeen game when when no one should have played. Oh, when he got all the touchdowns. Yeah. Did he? Did he play that? I mean, Blake Jarwin had three for 15, if that's what you're asking. Okay, no, then he's not part of the game plan. Uh, he might be um, going Look, forward. They're going to feed Zeke, and this is going to come down to um, we're going to make Dak beat us. I think we're going to be able to take Zeke away yeah. because – because it looked the, like his only his only people that he throws to that he can is Amari Cooper. And unless Amari Cooper uh, goes into the slot, um, and I don't even think that's going to help, Tlaib's going to follow him. Tlaib will follow Amari Cooper all game. Yeah, Cooper's not going to get away from uh, Tlaib, I don't think. I, I don't see Peter's... I don't think we're going to let Peters get matched up against them. And then if they keep getting shut down, if Zeke ends up getting shut down and we find a way to start scoring points really fast, it's going to be a nightmare because he's going to have to, he's going to have to throw it to his other receivers. And I mean, they don't have, they really don't have, um, well, they don't have Allen Hearns. And I think Tavon Austin, Tavon Austin might not make it. But I, I haven't looked at any injury reports or anything yet. I mean, I think it's going to come down to how much do we respect Dak? Because going back, like just thinking about this year, when we're playing a quarterback we don't respect, the run game goes nowhere. I mean, David Johnson didn't do anything against us twice, right? Nope. Uh, the Denver running back, Freeman, is that his name? He, he got like, what, 22 yards rushing against us? Uh, I mean, the, um, the Niners, the first game, they didn't go for over 60 yards rushing. If you don't have a quarterback that you make us respect, uh, you're not going anywhere. The, the LeGarrette Blunt got like 60 yards rushing. We will stack that box, and we will stop that yeah, run. Yeah, that's going to be the game plan. They're they're going to they're gonna shell out to stop Gurley. We're going to shell out to uh, stop um, Zeke, and then – uh, the problem the, for them is we got Jared Goff and they got they uh, got Dak Prescott. So they got that. broke back Dak. <laughs> they got a <clears throat> Dak attack. So really, it's gonna come. It's gonna come. 
it's gonna come down to that, and I trust that's a, I trust Goff, Goff and Le, um, McVay, a hell of a lot more than I'm scared of uh, um, Linehan and Garrett with oh, Dak Prescott. We know all about Scott Linehan. Yes, we do. We know all about his that three man. years. I mean, you look. Uh, what was his name? The defensive coordinator, Jimmy Haslett. No, mm-hmm. that's the owner of the Browns, right? Yes. Who Haslett? Haslett. He was our defensive coordinator who became interim head coach of the Rams when Linehan finally got yeah got fired. And he was so much better than Linehan. We were happy. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean I don't I don't know, I'm just saying that's how bad he is. Even as an offensive coordinator, he's not good. Jim Has Hazlitt, there you go, Jim Hazlitt. So, I mean the one, the one thing that can win it for us obviously is that game plan, stopping Zeke and then getting into an all-out dog fight against. Uh, our quarterbacks. I can see us winning that. But if if Wade wants to get cute and try to do coverage and leave Zeke like one-on-one or in some type of if they try to start doing our crap like running out in an 11, uh, 11 personnel uh, yeah it could get bad, especially if we're trying to match that. But I think our our linebackers can run the occasion, um, at least going up against, like, Beasley or Gallup. Well, no, Gallup moves to the number two. So Gallup's more than likely going to be up against, uh, up against Marcus Peters, and then you got Tlaib up against uh, Amari Cooper. It's really going to be played in, uh, inside. Um just looked up the statistics so um, now Whitworth is okay right yeah I believe he's fine um, I know he got hurt see the good thing for us um with you know with Hurts out Cole Beasley's five foot eight so Roby Coleman has a hard time sometimes playing with the plot the slot receiver when the slot receiver is big you know when Nicole Roby, uh Roby Coleman's only five foot eight also so you could only ask so much from him, right? Yeah, this this actually, but him matching this up could, this could Cole be a route. What's that? This could be a route. Oh, I. It could get ugly because if they have the twenty second, I believe, ranked um, pass defense. Dallas does their DVOA in the last nine nine or nine weeks of the season, put them at twenty sixth against the pass. They do not stop the pass well at all. So we're going to you know, give it to Gurley. We're going to make sure the play action is there. We're going to make them respect either Gurley or Anderson. But I expect Cooks and Woods um, to make a difference. And, you know, you got to watch out for Josh Reynolds, too. Don't forget, Josh Reynolds has, I think, four Three or at least three, three or four multiple touchdown games in his career already, and they're all at home. 
know, yeah. Josh Reynolds can put up two touchdowns in a heartbeat in the Coliseum, and he's done it. I, he, it's weird because he filled he filled in that role perfectly, but on his own. Like it's not like he's shadowing anybody. That's what well, makes it so great. It's because he became Robert Woods, and what Robert Woods became Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. And Robert Woods fell uh uh fell into that role easily, and I don't think he needed any translation from Cooper Cup because he was kind of playing that role before uh um uh beforehand. Um, yeah. While Cooper was still like translating routes and stuff to uh to everybody. <laughs> to Sammy Watkins and if anything I, I wouldn't say he's mentoring Josh Reynolds but he's Cooper Cup's got a clipboard in his hand somewhere there's no way he's just kind of just sitting there so Josh is playing he's playing Robert Wood's spot maybe with some of his routes but his height is being used yeah. Uh, to his advantage, because I mean, I've never seen so many back shoulder fades attempted with him. Yeah, and, I mean, if they if they get that, if those two are on the same page with those, him and Everett, it's a wrap. Red zone. We're pretty much like the uh, um, like the Patriots in the red zone it, it, with a healthy run. Manning to Reggie or to um, Marvin Harrison. That too. <sighs> he wasn't even that tall. No. They just knew they knew where the defense was. Yep. That's so kind of how I felt. That's kind of how I felt with Cooper Cup. Okay. With, with him and Goff, like he turned into Goff's like safety blanket beforehand. Yeah. It was <laughs> during that. It, we'll call that the Fisher run. The, the the last run was the Fisher run. Um, Higby was his safety target, and it just was not working out. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't. So, for that, and I mean, it's unfortunate that he tore his ACL because the rest of his knee was still shoddy. Um, yeah. That that chemistry was valuable. So No, it is, because especially in a game like this, this Dallas game, a guy like Cooper Cup really, I think we're going to beat him with Goff, and by the third quarter we'll start chipping away with Gurley or CJ, and they'll really start opening up. I but, I might cry if I see the split back formation <laughs> under center. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, if they bring that back. <laughs> if McVay just does some crazy crap and brings that back, a tear might run down my face. That's right. Because <laughs> they just brought that they brought that formation back in Madden. And I don't know oh, did they, they had, this year? Yeah, uh, it was in a patch, and I think <laughs> they got rid of it because it was exploitable. It was broke. It was broken. <laughs> it was mad. <laughs> so it, it's it's very interesting because like there's a lot of unknowns going into that, but that that blueprint we might see that like. I would say there's a 70% chance that we see that. I'm just hoping McVay doesn't play trying to win. And I don't, I think he learned his lesson um, 
during the Falcons game last year and then all the games leading up to this. Because we, I mean, after the after the Kansas City game, we got a lot of practice in, like, emotional situations. I mean, we almost lost against the Lions. We lost against the Bears when, I mean, we, we could have kicked field goals and won it. And then um, the the Philly game was just it caught everybody off guard. And it's power of foals, power of foals, and then just like we were not double teaming Fletcher Cox. It was like, hey, um, Sullivan, you on your own, man. <laughs> Black that three hundred pound man. And then Blythe was like. I'm ranked high on PFF. I'm a good guard. <laughs> yeah, I, he's like, uh, Sullivan, I got an arm for you, but I'm I'm not going to block him with you. <laughs> and he was like, look, man, if I put too much on him and try to really block him and he hits golf, it's going to mess up my stats. <laughs> mess up my stats. He over there padding stats. Hey, look, Madden going to lower my rating. I'm not being responsible for this. PFF ain't going to have me ranked so high. Look, I got to help Havenstein because for some reason, Havenstein's ranked as like the number two right tackle or something like that. So they got to help each other stay relevant. Yeah, it don't look like anybody. uh... And I'm joking. Blythe has been a very good surprise, and Havenstein's not that bad. It got Jamon Brown fired. Not just fired. They had a choice. Not just fired. (laughs) Sent to the Giants. (laughs) That was like banishment. I mean, I felt I um, felt sorry for him because he was all right. And I mean, the only thing you really think about that he really did bad with was last year's game against the um Texans, uh, the Titans, or the Titans, where this dude were <laughs> doing the misdirection. It wasn't even the misdirection. It was a stretch to the right at your own at our own eight. It was either our own eight or seven, and it's going to the right. Every offensive lineman and wide receiver goes to the right. He just goes to the left. He's like, hey, is that Jarrell Casey right there? Yeah, <laughs> Let's him straight through. And then before the handoff even gets to him, Goff gets smacked and they scoop and score. But you know what? He could have really put him in the doghouse because we needed that game Yeah, to clinch. Yes, we did. We didn't want to have to go. McVay wanted to rest the starters. We needed that game to clinch. And we went to Tennessee. You know, Tennessee ended up being a playoff team, but I think McVay um, wasn't happy with the way they performed. And I think he was looking at that. And he said. That, well, that doesn't help. And then you have a suspension at the beginning of the year. So now you got somebody then, else taking first team reps. And then and, Blythe plays great. And, Phenomenal. He filled in. He filled in perfectly. So it was like, um, well, that's your fault. You want to yep. get suspended? Okay. Um, you. And, I mean, he wasn't bad, but he no. wasn't all-worlder. I mean, we're not talking about Steve Hutchinson. <laughs> no. So, I mean, it's unfortunate for him, but um, I like our chances, but I'm not – I'm expecting anything at this point because, like I said, it's playoff. It, it's playoffs. It's the postseason. Everything's different. 
everything feels different. And if you're not used to the emotional stress that you can get during a game in the postseason, then you're not ready. And it happened to the Bears. Mm-hmm. Happened to us last year. It happened to us last year. All it took was like it. That one. It made me mad because I'm like, we're in the playoffs, but still. When the first fumble happened, when when it hit off his foot, or he didn't call Blank Countess off to run away from it, yeah. it was almost surreal. I I don't know if you if you felt the same way. Like, is this really happening? Imagine being there. That's what I mean. You were Not there. Just that. Imagine being in the stands and having stupid Dominic screaming and crying it's over it's over <laughs> all that for for what the whole season it's over <laughs> and you're just trying to realize we already we got to stop on defense and we got to give them the ball back already and also shut up <laughs> and here i am trying to be optimistic but the guy that bought me my my playoff ticket as a christmas gift needs to shut up before i backhand him i was about to big brother him dog yeah, I as I'm watching that and then the second one and then he he's just shook for the entire game. Yeah. And I'm like and both you and I were wondering like you you have an all pro kick returner healthy on the sideline. And then that's kind of how we determine whether or not Tavon Austin was in his doghouse and he probably yes. was. So even though he was probably the perfect candidate to at least save the uh, the day, save the day, and and save the postseason. He also all his made. drops during the season, and then his demeanor, yep, uh, put him in a situation where he, he wasn't going to be called. So, and he could have made it a lot worse. Yeah, he, he could have too. I mean, he trying to do too more. much when you it, honestly, I can understand, but. Um, In a sense where it's your only job, if you know it's an L or you're taking a stalemate where you can't move and all you need to do is just hold on to the ball, then do that. So they're they're both out. (laughs) Uh, Pharaoh's over in uh, Arizona and more than likely we may end up going against Tavon Austin, but it doesn't look like it. But then again, I still haven't checked the injury report because, I mean, when he took off for that, it looked like he pulled something. And then next thing you know, Cole Cole Beasley's taking punch for the rest of the night. So something might have happened. He can't stay healthy very long anyway. The Tavon I know would have returned that. I couldn't believe he didn't house that. No, because like I said, he he juked the kicker or the punter. Yeah. Yeah. And then just ran out of gas. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, all right, he probably pulled something or he's injured again. So, As of today, he's not even on the injury report. So he's considered healthy? Yeah. Um, I, they just got the guard, Xavier Suofilo, is questionable. And I hope he plays. Please tell me he plays because he's trash. <laughs> Darian Thompson, I don't even know. I never heard of her. And David Irving, never heard of her. I know they are. That's a safety. 
I really don't know what David Irving is. Apparently a D-tackle. But Cole Beasley's questionable. Alan Hearns is out. Really? Yeah. Um, he might come back. <laughs> he might come <laughs> back tomorrow. You already went, underwent surgery. Ooh. Oh, man. That... That that was so unfortunate, and I'm like, I hate it when I hate it when defenders do that. But you gotta get that dude on the ground. Yeah, you can't. I mean, look, remember? Um, was it OC? No, it was the other DN they had, the Giants and the Titans. Vince Young's rookie year when he went in for the sack and he pulled up because he was afraid of getting a penalty. I'm trying to think of that, but what? Uh... Vince Young ended up breaking out of it. The DN, like, stands up, like, plays over, and Vince Young scrambles out and throws, a, I think, a dime. And I don't remember if it was a fourth down. It was definitely a momentum shift. I don't remember if I was to win the game or um, – it wasn't OC. It was a, a – he ended up not being very good, but it was a DN. They dropped it in the first round that year. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you never want that. Well, I didn't, I didn't do it because I didn't want to hurt him. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you worry about that afterwards. And then you got, you know, stupid uh, Darian Stewart taking Cup out. Yeah, I'll... I'm sorry. He was a Ram. I'll never forgive him for that. Because he was like two yards out of bounds, still holding on to his collar. There was no need. Yeah, there, there was. There no was need. no need for that. And I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it was. He shouldn't have done it. So what's the over and under for us? Uh, how do you look that up? ESPN. What's that? It's the over and under for us against the Cowboys. They got us by seven. I take the over. I got us 32-20. I don't know if you're ready for your prediction or not, but I'm going 32-20. I think that that Bender-ish guy, I can't even say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, What's their number one corner's name again? I don't even know. Um... Uh, nah, whatever. Toast. We'll call him Toast for the purposes of this week. Um, I think that their style. What's that? Brandon Cooks is going to burn that man. Brandon Cooks is going to put that man in the coffin. Brandon Cooks is going to Malcolm Jenkins. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. But I I think that their, their defense is built for a team like the Saints. What it isn't built is for a team like us because we can do it all. I we can. Yeah, they did. I don't think that the Saints have a fast receiver. They just have all tall guys, right? If you want to count Traquan Smith, but they don't yeah, even throw I to mean, him. I mean, Mike Thomas isn't slow. Mm. Yeah, no, not really. Being six three, uh, he burned. But he's, he, he's he more of a route of runner. And that's where, where Dallas was able to put him on a, on a on an island. These were all defensive teams except for Houston. So the high the highest scoring team during that wild card week was Dallas at twenty four. Everybody else is under that. Um, 
I think we hit our average. I want to say it's like 35. Four. Oh, was it 35? I, I think it was 33. It may have dropped over time. Um, I want to say either 32 or 35. Oh, Byron Jones is his name. I had to look it up. No, uh, 30, 35, 32. Um, one of those two scores. I'm thinking Dallas probably scores like 17. So you're taking the the um, us with the points too. Yeah. But well, we were the highest scoring team in the NFC. I think only the Chiefs. So we were second. We finished second. Oh, uh, well, I guess we weren't. What the heck? Never mind. We weren't. We were point seven points behind the Saints. But uh, uh, JB Long last week said we were the number one NFC. No, what are we, third? We finished third, right? Yeah, third at 30.4 points a game. But but over the last three weeks of the season, the Chiefs averaged 28.7, 20.7. The Saints averaged 19.3. But remember, they rested their starters the last game also. Mm-hmm. And the Rams averaged 31.7. I mean, the only team to average over – 30 for the last three, so coming in hot, was the Falcons at 30.7. And obviously they didn't go into anything hot except the offseason where they fired all the coordinators. So oh, the I think we're hitting our stride again. I hope this bye week doesn't hurt us like it did last week. Like yeah, taking that, it shouldn't. That. We're probably going hard at that, like – Everybody's probably on the same page. Like this ain't party time. I'm assuming after the uh, the Chiefs game, everybody was probably partying and crap. Oh yeah, they probably already had reservations in Mexico and they went and took them. <laughs> they probably bounced out. One saw the uh, senior Shakira was doing another concert. Was checking out if her hips live. <laughs> so yeah, they probably been they probably been in the classroom all or. Uh, yeah, in the classroom like, room. all week, in the film room all week. Knowing Aaron Donald, he's probably got an entourage with him now, uh, um, following him on how he does his tape and everything. So they'll be ready. And, yeah, the over and under, I'll, I'll take the under. Like, uh, you got a lot of teams trying to play to, like, trying to win rather than trying to outscore your opponent. That's how you lose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think this is finally it. Whitworth gets his first career playoff win, and hopefully his ring this year, and what's more likely his last year. More than likely. Uh, this is his last year on contract, right? No, he signed a three-year 39 or 36. 39, I think, million-dollar deal. Oh, so the over-under set at 49, so you got us the under. Yep, I got the under. So, wait, didn't you say 32-17? Yeah, yeah, that's actually over. Never mind. (laughs) Never never mind. I I wanted to say uh, um, 32 or 35 to 14. Um, So 35-14 it would be because 30... 
or 32-14 cuz 35-14 would be mm-hmm. that'd probably be about right what is that um it's probably going to be spot on that 0. 0.5 probably end up making a difference for a lot of yeah. people a lot of people who bet that or it could just be a freaking passing shootout cuz Talib can't cover Amari Cooper I it's think it's like I said I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to predict anything cuz I don't I really don't know but if that game plan happens I think we beat them through the air versus them trying to beat us through the air. If both our running backs get shut down. I hope we get the ball first and we come out and we pop them and stop the run. If we can score quick, get the ball back, score quick, they're going to they're going to start scrambling. They're, they're, or put, they're going to start. Or look, it, the other thing we have is to put them in the um if it's close Put them in, um, uh, like, an emotional situation. Like, just keep it close to the chest and then don't do anything to, like, uh, um, hurt yourself. Just just watch them. Just watch them panic. Watch them panic while everything works for us and they're trying to do new crap that, uh, that, um, uh, that sets, them up, sets them up for failure. And we're susceptible to the same thing. Where a team just does nothing different, and it, pretty much the Patriot way, don't do anything different. Just let the other team implode on themselves by panicking. Eventually, the Falcons will blow a lead. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> the worst representative for the NFC had <laughs> that thing in the bag. Speaking of the Falcons, real quick before we end this, because we're coming up on an hour and a half again, I want to shout out to Clay because. I invited him to my house for the Super Bowl, but I said he'll probably well, – like his sports teams, I would imagine he would only show up for the first three quarters. <laughs> but, um, as like I said, we're at an hour and a half again, brother. It was nice getting it with you this week. It was a little late, but better late than never. Of course. And then uh, Ramley on three, baby. One, two, three. Ram- Ramley.